and we have all those metrics of what is it? How do we know that God is working and alive, especially in, in the world of church? You know, when you see attendance going down, you see people's engagement going down, and I think it's really hard to understand, and especially in the last couple of years of the pandemic, you know, how do we measure what God is doing? And, and for me, I don't believe it's not how many people are in a building, but I believe it's through testimony and story. And asking, what are, what's God doing in individual lives? So we're going to hear a few people share um, that I'm very, very excited about. But before that, I want to set up what we want to do. And we're going to ask you to participate at the end. And don't worry, none of you guys are going to have to come up here and do it all on your phone. But this has probably been... It's not the hardest year for you, one of the hardest years for you. And I can testify partially that this, without a doubt, has been the hardest year of my entire life. Starting off with losing my daughter, going to her homecoming with Jesus, being in a pandemic, trying to figure out, you know, uh, uh, gatherings, and, and trying to figure out what the fireside, what church, what does this all look like? Here we are still, you know, under all this caution, caution and things are still not where we want them to be. So I want to read from James chapter 1, and James is who's the brother of Jesus. He's the head of the church in Jerusalem, and he writes this in James chapter 1, verse 2. And the context is that the church, especially in Jerusalem, is being persecuted. They are the, the Jews who were uh, in power in terms of religious power were persecuting the church because they claimed that they were heresy, that they weren't following the true God, um, but little did they know we were, and that was Jesus. So he encourages the church, and he says this, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I'm always perplexed when you read that because you think, well, there's nothing joyous about the trial that I am currently in. But then he says in verse 3, because, this is why, you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in What I think James is saying is that your trials are not pointless. That your trials are doing something to pr preserve, to have your faith persevere, so that you can go through this storm, whatever storm comes to your life, you will have a foundation rooted on faith in Jesus Christ. And so what we want to do is we want to take a look back at 2021 and kind of recognize the suffering, but we want to remember the joy. As we recognize the suffering, we want to remember the joy. See, the early church grew the most when they were in the most adversity. The church exploded the most when there was the most things going around. The problems of the world, persecution. But the church flourished in the time that was the hardest. So if you go back to this time last year, we were just fully online. And we had a season of over a year that we were just online. And I don't know about you, but I'm a relational person. That was really, really hard for me. Because the screen is not the church. But we, as a church, I am so thankful and proud of our church because we got creative. We, we figured out ways to be 
Council took out the first of three TVs that we had for kids, took that out, and then the next TV went out a couple weeks ago, it was the students, I think it was actually student leaders, and I think you correct me if I'm wrong, probably student leader, threw a ball, that TV went out, so we're at number three right now. But I want to close with a story of um, Joshua and Ebenezer. And so if, if you don't know the story, the Israelites are in the wilderness. They had just gotten free from Egypt. And now they are now going towards the promised land that God had said, I will give you. And if you remember, when the Israelites came out of Egypt, they crossed the Red Sea. This miraculous passing when they thought there was no way to get through. God made a way. And not only made a way, but they saw before their eyes their enemy be destroyed. And then they're 40 years in this wilderness that God provided over and over and over again. And I feel like we've been in the wilderness for the past couple of years, especially this year. And my hope is that we can recognize the ways God has provided and showed up in the midst of it. So now Moses is now passed on. He's given the church to Joshua. And now they're going to cross another body of water, the Jordan River. And again, God makes a way. Not as big as the Red Sea, but it was definitely meant to be a reminder of, see what I've been doing, see what I've done, and remember that I will do it again. And he says this to the Israelites. In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones do? Because what God told Joshua, see, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take stones, and I want you to build a mountain of stones. If you've ever been hiking before the White Mountains, you've seen these, these cairns, but they were called Ebenezer's. And he, and he says, I want you to build this pile of stones that people know. This isn't a natural thing. That is a man-made building of stones. And he said, and when they ask, what do these stones mean? Tell them. Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground, for the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this all so that all the people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you may always fear the Lord your he did this, why? So people would come to know who God is. Sounds like James, right? Why trials? To build perseverance. And so now we want to remember what God has done so we can be encouraged of what God will continue to do. I think sometimes it's really good to look at the past and say, hey, you know what? There was a hurricane, but I remember the joy there. Hey, I was in COVID. I couldn't meet, but God spoke through my phone. Hey, I went grocery shopping. I was down there, been a part of a church, and I met this crazy dude, Fowler, and he said, you should check this church out, and now I'm all in. You can experience God in the hardness, and so we need to remember those times, because I don't want to burst anyone's bubble, but I wish the promised land, when we crossed the Jordan, it was all smooth sailing. But you know what happened? They crossed the, the, the promised land, and now they see this huge city called Jericho, this huge walls, and Guys, if you know, I want you to do some battle. There's still going to be battles in our life. And in order to fight the future battles, we need to remember the past victories. And so this is where we come into play. We are going to make our own digital Ebenezer. We're going to do this right now. And then you can come up on stage and you can take over Ben. Those pictures there. I would like for you right now, and if you're at home right now watching online,
poems out, your photos, and I want you all, and I just think past, I would like for you to pick out one photo, maybe two, that would be, that would show the joy that God has given you in this year. And, and, I, and I don't want everyone to do the cliche, this is a picture of my family, picture of my family. Like, try to get creative if you want to send a caption with it. So I want you to do that, and I want you to email it to Elizabeth at firesidechurch.org. It's Elizabeth Foucher, Connor's wife, Liz. You've met her every morning from the check-in. She's at home um, uh, recovering from their illness. But she's going to take these pictures, and she's going to make a digital Ebenezer. So I just let you know that when you send these, you are actually giving us permission to post it online as well. So we're not going to alter it and put it on this great. It's just going to be on our website that we can go look and we can remember 2021, the joys that God has shown up. And, and Kate and I have been doing this as well. So here's the picture. So here's the first picture. Um, this is a picture that Kate and I did. This was our first Sunday meeting outside. This was the bridge that met. And for us, it was just so good to meet in a rhythm on Sunday mornings. It was just so good to worship and to sing. Because I don't know about you, I wish I could tell you that when I would watch the video, I'm singing out loud. I am not because I just have a bad voice and I can hear my voice. But in this setting, so this was a huge way. God has showed up. He's given us. For the most part, we had good weather except for occasional hurricane and whatnot. But it was awesome. And it was just kind of this surreal feeling when, when you look up and you just see the, the trees and you see the, the leaves falling and the wind coming. So that was so huge. God showed up. And here's another one. This was our first like gathering. We said, hey, let's do a beach night. Let's do a beach night and let's get lost full of us. And I remember came and I said, you should we have food? You know, like it's COVID and is this people going to be okay with this? Are we going to do this? And so we got uh, lost full of us and then people showed up to the beach and the tide came up and the beach got smaller. But I remember looking out at this uh, picture and there's more people on this side and just thinking, how cool is this that we are gathered that our church still exists? You know, there's not just names, there's people. And then here's your last one, and this one, you know, um, this is what our daughter, um, you can't see it below, below, but it says, I give you feet like a deer, and from the back of your songs, and um, this was um, painted just a couple of weeks before Ellie went to her homecoming with Jesus, and um, you, you've heard me talk about the impact, of course, that that had on our life, but sometimes we need to be reminded of the joy of, you know, who God is, even in the midst of this feeling of time. I still don't understand it. It still seems that you failed us. But things like this say, God, no, no, you never fail us. You're present, you're with us, and thank you for the reminder. And that was a reminder for us. And for you, Elizabeth at firesidechurch.org. If you could just send it right now from home, we're going to do a post to remind you guys. But it could be anything. If you want to put a caption on the email, you can do that. Or you can say, you know, self-explanatory. And then it's going to be on our web page. And it's going to be a big photo gallery. It's going to be a digital Ebenezer. Remember how God has been there and has been faithful. And we can share that with our kids, our friends, our relatives. And say, yeah, it was a hard year, but look at this. Look at this. God has shown. And so we are going to continue. Acts 2, 4, we want to end with this. This is our approach for this year. We have sessions coming up, tables coming up, crews, and we're going to talk about that next week. 
church devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possession to give to anyone who had need. This is to church people. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together in glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And this is what the result was. The Lord added to their number, not yearly, not monthly, not weekly, added to their number daily those who were being saved. Lord, we pray that we would be this church, that we would love each other, support each other, to learn with each other, to serve each other, that we could be a church guy, that people would see in the midst of hardship, they say, you know, it's dark, but that light still shines. I want to know about that light, and like a moth to light they come, Lord. Would you help us be a church that brights, that the darker it gets outside, the brighter we will shine, that we will be a church that will never stop being in the church no matter what our circumstances are. And that we will remember that you never fail us, that you are always